Welcome to the SNA Live podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way. This is for the culture. Black and Latinx, where you at? What's good, cigar fam? It's your boy C Wayne. Welcome to SNA Live, the show not just about cigars and cigar lounges, but life in general. Because if you're in a nice ass cigar lounge with your peoples and only talking about cigars, then you missed the whole motherfucking point. But recording live is always from Smoke and Ashes Cigars and Haberdashery, the hottest cigar lounge in these United States. With me, as always, are my partners in crime, the GM and Leak. Say what's up to the people. Yo, yo, what's good? What's going on, fam? Blessed to be here. We can now be seen on one institution media's platform as we are now a part of the OIM family. Today's episode is episode number 17. Man, we are piling them up. It's entitled Leveling Up. We're going to be talking about adversity in life and the tools to get through it. We're going to be talking about what it takes, when to take a chance in life. When is that moment? Yeah, exactly, moment. exactly, exactly. Or and does then, it exist? Or yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and our perspective on the previous two. We're also going to be providing our segments today, the Billionaire Block Gem of the Week, and our segment, What You Rocking With. And with that being said, as usual, cut your stick, light them up, and let's get it popping. Welcome to SNA Live, a podcast like no other. Fe- fe- featuring three the hard way. You, you want it? You got it. Yes. Yes. Episode 17. Leveling up. It's the perfect time to get that notepad, take that iPad, take some notes, and get ready to take in everything we've got to give. Pause. But it's a perfect time to get your stick, get your drink, get your seat. And let's rock. You know, I had to say that because somebody would have yeah, yeah, heard yeah, that. Yeah, 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 so before any of y'all can do it, I did it myself. All right. I cut that. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. Yo, crazy weekend here at uh, Smoking Ashes. We had um the car show followed up by... New York Cigar Week, yes, the Jersey, Jersey the Jersey Day, mm-hmm. where people came through all dapper and dolled up. Big shout out to Uncle Nearest, yo. Honestly, Johnny Liquid, man. He does his thing, man. Yo, big, yo, John does his thing. He does yeah. put on a show. I really yeah. I really mess with what he definitely does. Set up pres- presentations. Oh, my yeah. God. Always making custom drinks fresh, too, as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's very knowledgeable about his product. So, so speaking about the custom drinks, that's the crazy part. Like, and that's Uncle Nearest for anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all don't know the, the, the story, Google it. Mm-hmm. We ain't got time in this episode. Sorry. So, Shorty's over there behind, and I'm sorry I forgot your name. And I know, I know damn, she. I, damn, I, I forgot she's the new rep, too. Yeah, she's, she's going to be the new rep right, and everything. Good. She's going to email us. But, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, Shorty's behind the, um, the table, and they have the Uncle Nearest, and they're making drinks. And I see her pull out some pineapple juice. And I'm like, you got bourbon. Why would you have pineapple? It just, it just sounded gross right off the bat. But they threw some ginger ale ginger in there. Ginger ale, yeah. The bourbon with the ginger ale with the pineapple juice. I t- and I told her straight up, I was like, yo, you know what I feel like? I said, I feel like I should be on a porch, on a porch swing in the south in the summer with like a linen suit on. Now I get a tweet in your mouth. Exactly. bees flying in the flower bed that's right in front of you. Exactly. Now I get it, man. That's like a mock-up of um, a mule, some type of a mule. Kind right of, there. yeah. Yeah. Because I know they, they use ginger beer and, you know, uh, yeah, they do use ginger beer yeah, and pineapple yeah, too. Yeah, so. it was nice. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was, good. It was a good it was look. Good, good yeah. look, yo. And the car show was a good look, man. Like we, we Yeah, had big a shout out to Corey, man. Corey and also Colin throughout the summer. Those dudes did a great job for the first time and listen shout out to the town because i think the town wins at the end mm-hmm. of the day t won yeah. because these gentlemen brought all their friends and their people out here t-neck you're welcome yes you're welcome <laughs> no for real man big shout out to colin and, and, and Corey. drop yeah. 100 and cash and camaro did your thing these guys have done their thing putting together these car shows and the vendors are out man and the people do come out so shout out to those guys man. yeah definitely definitely and there was some other things out too so <laughs> <laughs> That's another another topic for another day. Yeah, a lot of things were out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. 
Like the puppies, it was puppies out. People brought their dogs. That's no, there was, was tons of things. Yeah, yeah, I brought my dog. Yeah, yeah, animals I brought my, were out. Yeah. It was fun times. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff was out. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff was out. Out in the sunshine. It was a good time. Good time. So let's get to episode seventeen. Leveling up. Um, what we're drinking and what we're smoking, what we're drinking, right? what yeah. we're smoking before we get to the the topics. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. We'll, I'll help. I'll help Conway out for this one. Let him stop for a minute. So you know, as everything was out and about, we're trying to you know let you guys know what uh what cigars and and, and what we're sipping on today. What we are sipping on today. Right, what you smoking? I, I will start, man. We are. I'm smoking right now Chico's blend. Chico's is a local um, boutique beer dealer out here in Jersey who's just starting on the come up. This Toro specifically is a Dominican Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper with bazooki indonesian binders okay and he does a great job putting it together the blend is on point and right now first time i'm smoking this particular blend and it's smooth but it's got a little bit of oomph to it okay the construction on the cigar is amazing i mean it's a it's a it's it's a it's a very good experience so far man top selling here people love those yeah especially the cbd versions of them so because he does both So yep, if you yep. ever come here And heard about the CBD cigars The same brand Time out That's the one on the shelf right now? Yeah Not this one in particular This is a regular blend This is not Okay no say, Yeah say The one on the shelf is the CBD That's one That's the CBD okay. one Because I was just about to say I told a couple members You'll come through We got the CBD choice We do have them We do <laughs> have that's them That's what I thought I was just making sure Okay Because <laughs> a couple of members Came up and racked up on them They're going to be Sorely disappointed If they didn't have CBD <laughs> in them. Yeah well that kind of What happens uh, With those cigars here anyway Balik what are you smoking? So I went with uh. The Vittora Cigars from Henderson Vittora. This is the Toro, and this is the Conqueror. So they have uh, the Conqueror, the Gold, the Queen, the Explorer. This is the Conqueror. It has the uh, Ecuadorian Habano 2000 wrapper, Ecuadorian Sumatra binder, and fillers uh, mixed from DR and from uh, Nicaragua. I've had this thing. This is my second time. Really good good cigar. Um, It's like a good medium to full. Um, I would say it has some peppery, definitely some peppery notes and a little earth, little earth, earthy undertone to it. Okay. So I've, I've never smoked this with some rum, so I'm going to see how this is going to go. I'll let cool. y'all know. Cool. What you got, Conway? So, Black Label Trading Company, um, they have a, a few lines that we, that we carry here. Mm-hmm. They have the Killer Bee. They have the Green Hornet. They have the Salvation. They have the Last Rites. And I've smoked all of those. The one I have not smoked, which I'm smoking today, is the Lawless. So it's a, I have, you know, I'm a, I'm a, much like you guys, I'm a Robusto dude. So it's a, a Nicaraguan binder and filler with Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. It has notes of cocoa, espresso, coffee, and cedar. And I have to, I have to admit, the first couple of pulls. Because I feel like Black Black Label Trading Company has such a, regardless of the line, there's such a distinct like taste to their cigars, mm-hmm. and this kind it's of that grade A tobacco. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this went and not in a bad way. This went a little left, and I was like, oh, okay, this is not exactly what I thought it was gonna be, and maybe it's that. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper that, that threw a little different you, you were thinking it was going to go a little heavier yeah yeah, yeah. so that, that that one definitely the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper yeah. will take you from yeah. It, 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 a little bit lighter it takes it's the edge off a little so yeah yeah it's really good really digging this really digging and and it's and Lee you had mentioned this about, about the, the rum we're with drinking rum, yeah. so it's going perfect with the rum speaking of that so I think I mentioned this on the, on the show before me and Lee you know we got family in uh, Barbados me specifically, uh, specifically on my, on my father's side, like a whole family is, is Bayesian. Like, I think you like yours are more like kind of like cousins, right? cousins, yeah, yeah, cousins. yeah. So, in paying homage to to the island, I had to uh, get some Mount Gay Black Barrel rum from the island of Barbados. And yeah, we existed before Rihanna existed. <laughs> like everybody, yeah, Barbados is cool, but like, yeah, yeah, before Rihanna came yeah, out, yeah, I'd be yeah, growing up. I'm like, yeah, Barbados, where's that at? It's true, no, it's true. <laughs> like, yeah, we existed before Rihanna. Shout out Rihanna, though. Like, not, 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 no, 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 no not Rihanna. Like, billion, we're, we're billionaire so, Rihanna. Yeah, exactly. Yes, billionaire, billionaire. Yes. Billion. Yes. Put some respect yeah, on that, right yeah, there. Yeah, we're, we're so proud of her on the island. They got a um, 
a street named after her, Fenty, Fenty Way. Oh, that's so, dope. Yeah, that's yeah. So there's a real name. Her middle name is Rihanna. Her first name is Robin. Mm-hmm. Last name is Fenty. Mm-hmm. That's F-E-N-T-Y. dope. So they have Fenty Way. Is that in the brand? Wow. Yeah. 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 Fenty Savage. Yeah, exactly. The the lingerie brand. You know, my cousin's husband is still her bodyguard. Nice. Oh, nice, nice. So uh, it's a small batch rum. Peep this though. Female Master Blender. Really? Yeah. Very rare. Nice. Very rare. Okay. So it's blend- Big Barbados. It's yeah. a it's a blend of a double pot distilled rum in an aged distilled mixed with in a so sorry aged in a bourbon oak barrel. Mm-hmm. So that. it's a, it has a, a smoothness to it because like the of the, of the aged process mm-hmm. but then in the in the bourbon barrels it has like a different type of finish than with, with a typical rum it's a long finish too it yeah tastes full. wow that's crazy yeah, yeah 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 yeah. just a history on it they had a long deed dated from the 20th of february 1703 Hot. wow till today still same land yeah it's the long deed yeah yo that's crazy yeah so guys i mean if you're into the sipping rums again rum is my second after dealing with no third scotch bourbon yeah. rum uh but so far, this is a really enjoyable sipping rum. Yeah, like it really is. It's not too yeah. heavy. Yeah, it goes down pretty easy. It's, it doesn't have too much of a. Um, doesn't have a bite. Yeah, and it's not heavily bodied. If that oh, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like how some wines body. could be sometimes. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, like, yeah. It's very light. It it's almost is reminiscent body. of closer to being like a scotch to me mm-hmm. than anything. Just yeah. on the rum side. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that. Because like, what other rum that we had the last time? Like, even like the Diplomaticos and those. I love they're, but they are, but they're but heavier. They're, heavier. Yeah, they're, they're well-bodied. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a little bit lighter. Yeah, definitely. And Which you know, is why. We, you know, we drink and smoke a lot. We over here talking like we're actual real connoisseurs and shit. Don't let that shit fool y'all. Like, we know what we talk about, but we out here talking about, like, you know, no, oh, it's very well bodied. And a little bit of bottom to it. <laughs> Taste it in the back of the throat right here. <laughs> hey, yo. So, let's get to our first topic: adversity in life and business. How to push forward through it and the tools needed to do so. Now, you want to talk about how to push forward? We are. If you don't believe anything else we say, the fact that we opened up a business. 10 weeks before the world shut down and we're still here St- and it's still shut down in a sense i mean we're yeah. open but yeah we're, we're open the but the world is yeah, not fully yeah. Yeah, not, not fully, fully. Not fully. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a testament to pushing forward like no, it is. so once again not that we're just talking out our ass right now in terms of like adversity in life and business and how to push forward we are like like i said a true testament to that yeah and don't let it fool anybody i mean this it's 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 a it's a journey it's definitely a marathon it's not a sprint you you have to be in for the long haul and you have to be willing to deal with change on a day-to-day basis you know what's crazy you talk to and i, I use this word i mean this not you know in the best sense but like my normal people in my life outside yeah, of because yeah. because listen when you know what we deal with on a day-to-day yeah it's not the everyday person that can deal with that shit. no because it's, like, it's oh, a different breed. Yeah, it's like, how come you don't, you know, make plans to just go out more often? And stuff? It's like, that doesn't exist in my world for a reason. It's not that I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Everyone not, wants to not go now. out and do stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's not the time. Yeah. yeah, Because there's just too much that has to get done on a daily basis. So understand that, you know, when you are trying to push forward in times where things are tough, you have to forget in a sense. Don't lose yourself, but you have to completely give yourself everything of you to be the best version of you to get you out of that predicament that you're in. Yeah, you gotta immerse yourself in it. You have to dive in completely. Yeah, for sure. Because if you don't, you're only gonna half-ass the attempt to get yourself out, and that's only gonna half-ass your opportunity to get out of the problem that you're in to begin with. Facts. And prolong the problem. Yeah, no, it's true. you're not giving your all to get out of it. Because if you don't do that, at least in my experience, because you're gonna have these roller coaster rides, the fact that you've been up there and you know what it feels like, when you come back down, just because you know you might have had a bad week, you want to get right back up to that point where you where you were feeling at that. It's almost topic. like an addiction. Yeah, it is. It kind of is. Yeah, definitely. It's like when the high wears off, you want to get yeah. you want that high back. No, it's true. You want to get back that dopamine. <laughs> That's true, though. Pulsing through your veins. No, it's, it really is true. Back, back. And you saying that, um, damn, you had just mentioned something that I was going to touch on. The roller coaster run. Yeah, no, the roller coaster. Oh, and that's why it's also, remember, another thing that a lot of people don't, they forget time to time, 
Don't start shitting on people when you start to take up on the uptick of whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Because remember, in business, you will come back down. Yes, it could be will. something that's not even your fault. And they'll yeah. be waving at you on the way up. like Yeah, and the same people you shit on, you know, mm-hmm. the, you might need people. One thing is, is, key thing is relationships. Yeah. You know, and, and it's something that blacks and browns don't do enough. Yeah, it's build on key relationships. You know, as, as far as business goes, mm-hmm. you know, we, you got your guy that you could definitely watch the fucking game with every fucking Sunday. And you guys could always make a routine to fly out to Green Bay every year. You'll get serious about extracurricular shit, mm-hmm. but you won't get serious about sometimes some business stuff. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. The truth is, this is something that's been new to us. Yeah. It's new to us and it's been made like it's a scary thing. Yeah. Fear. So like, exactly. Yeah. The fear factor comes mm-hmm. in. But. You know, there's a reason for that fear factor exactly. is to keep you away from trying. Exactly. You know, and realizing like, oh shit, we can do this too, even better than some other people. Yeah. So let's get out here and get this money. Exactly. Yeah. Or also just you know, a certain class is making sure that another class doesn't figure out the secret. That's what I mean, though. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like you get into it, like, oh, I can actually do this. This yeah. is not as Got hard it. as they made it Got out it. to be. And half of these motherfuckers are idiots. Yeah, like that's another. Don't part. let these degrees and masters and business like that's all bullshit. Not to shit on them all. All bullshit. It, I'm just saying. It, it's it's you it, don't need that to be successful. That's my point. Yes, you don't. It's not even so much that. I but, think it's it's more. It's not about the degrees and stuff. It's it's more about like like what Brian was saying about class. Like, don't let the fact that they came from multiple uh, lineages of people that went to universities and have master's degrees and that don't let that fool you into thinking like you're not you can't be one of them just because yes. you're the first one mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. correct you know what i'm saying like, you could you could live to that testament there yeah, yeah you, definitely you know, definitely yeah. from the field that you're in you yeah know, you're out you're one of your other fields rather I yeah should say, you yeah know? no definitely definitely so that that and that's and that's why i'm saying it like because i'm i'm speaking from a personal experience like I, I got to law school and i was like yo Half of these cats, I'm smarter than by leaps and bounds. Like, not even close. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of nepotism that goes on. There's a lot of, you know... Uh, yeah, and that's in life, in every field. Yeah. That yeah, does go on in every yeah, field. Yeah, it's human nature. It is. Yeah, but I'm just saying, though, just don't don't let that dissuade you from trying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get into the into the, into the the field or the industry or whatever it is, and you start to realize, like, oh, I, I truly do belong here. Yeah, I'm, actually, I, I should have been here a long time ago. Exactly. Yeah, and like you said, I, I don't I'm, know what my apprehension was in the first place. Yeah. Well, because you you have that fear factor in it, you know, and and that's usually the thing that's going to stop you more thing more times than others. It's that fear. And listen, nobody likes to fail, all right. But one thing you have to learn how to absorb when you're in business is constant failure is realistic. Not only is it realistic, it's actually valuable. Did you ever see that Will Smith? That um, was the next statement right yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. which one with Will Smith, though? So Will Smith, was uh, he did this. So he just got on social media like a year ago. Like he avoided it for a while, and then I think he got on it. Just oh, and like, he did like a little like, like skit, a little like, a, like, a, like a montage. Video. Yeah, yeah. Like a little monologue yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. where he just was like, you know, failure isn't a negative thing necessarily. You actually should embrace it because you have to. you're learning. You have to. And the more lessons you learn, the further you can go forward. So don't be afraid of failure. And that's yeah. what stops so many people yeah. is, the fr- is the fear of like, I'm not going to achieve something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fail. And it's like, well, there's, you're not going to find literally not one successful person that didn't fail before they became successful. Yes. It, it doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Not at, all. at all. No, it doesn't. There's, not, there's different levels though, of failure, but like you're not going to yeah. find one person. Yeah. And if you really notice those people who are like the one hit wonders in any field that they're in, there really is no longevity with that. No, because they, they, they come just, crash, they crash and they burn. Because it's, they, they, it's, it's lightning it. in a bottle. Yeah. Whatever that, that one thing was, whether yeah. it was in music or you invented something or it was just a one of one and that and was they, it. And they didn't build that, that toughness, that thick skin. To get through things. To get through things mm-hmm. because they hit right off the bat. Yes. Yeah, the best advice you can have is experience though. Yeah. No and, one could tell you enough. And you have to learn from those, those failures. Don't just fail and be like, oh my God damn happen and then you come back and do the same thing a year later like if you're not learning from it then obviously you're not going to get back to that level you're not going to get to that point yeah no if you're not learning from your failures and some people would actually say it's technically not a failure if you learn from it facts i've heard that before. so you didn't get what you wanted to but technically it's not a you failure because you got something out of it yeah, yeah. and then that's like i was saying before that experience is the best advice you could look for it's, it's like hove said i will not lose but even in defeat it's a valuable lesson, lesson learned. Yep. So it even it up evens it up for me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just like 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 you said. If 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 you're gonna 
fail or lose or however you characterize it. Sit back and analyze, analyze what happened, what you did, what you did wrong, and don't do it again. Everything is data. So even the things that you did wrong are data. You could take it back, yeah. look at what worked, what didn't work, reflect it on, and how you can turn it into something that's yeah. in a more positive situation for you. you. Didn't add enough time to something, or you did something. Take note of that and add that in to what you can do to do better moving forward. Facts. Now, the hardest thing to do with this whole scenario that we're speaking about is blending your regular life, your normal life, your outside life in with your business life. Yeah, that's, that's rough. And to be honest with you, it's, it's also a fraternity, in my opinion, with the right business ones. Business owners? Business owners and their families. What? The fam- what do you mean? So everyone knows that a wife of a coach lives a certain life yeah. where... They talking just, about like in a professional sport Correct yeah, yeah. They know that they're not Going to be around Their husband as much Yeah Because their husband Is literally living And breathing At these facilities yeah. And always working yeah, And they're probably Going to be moving a lot too Because <laughs> if he gets All the that jobs That part With a coach situation But yeah. this, the idea Is just that You know that Your husband Or your significant other Your wife Whatever Yeah They're committed To their craft so much That to get where they're going You have to come to terms To understand that They're going to not be around and you have to deal with it while supporting them and holding a house down it's not that easy and that's why I use the words fraternity because not everybody gets in and stays in when it comes to families of business people who do ventures and these guys get married three four times man and it's stressful on some of these relationships not just some of them all of them it's just some can weather the storm longer than others yeah yeah it's 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 a definite real thing and it's like again just understand that if you're getting involved in business and you're trying to get to these like pinnacles for you know these high aspirations that you may have with some you have to understand that you can't have everything without losing something true but to also to that point though in terms of tools needed you and you kind of talked you kind of you kind of hit on it too your significant other plays a huge role in absolutely that. no because they do they yes. can be supportive and they can add to you or, or they be can, the they can bring you down exactly, exactly. Hold you down. and that's why i said it's a fraternity because not everyone is meant for it not no. everyone stays no because like i said the wife of the coach has to be there to support him knowing that he's not going to be there really to support her yeah, yeah. And vice versa with her and him and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So you have to find that happy balance in your life. With you, and you have to be honest with yourself, too, with the decisions that you make, with who you get involved with mm-hmm. and shit like that. Because yeah. this could really have a really big drastic effect on how you perform. Mm-hmm. I and mean, you can even hit any of the things you want to. You know, not to bring up negative stuff, but the perfect example of how that can kind of go wrong is Andy Reid with his son. Do you oh yeah, that? that's yeah. right. Yeah. So it's like Andy Reid from the outside looking in is like he's a successful NFL coach. I was gonna say Andy Reid is an NFL he's, coach. He's na- yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, I was trying. Former to- former coach of the Philadelphia don't watch football. Former coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now currently the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Won a Super Bowl. Super Bowl winning two, two years ago. ago. Yep. Yeah. So outside looking in, successful coach, admired by his peers, respected by his peers. I think even in some circles gets referred to as kind of like an offensive genius yeah. yeah he's a guru now that's the professional side personal side for those that don't know his son had a serious serious drug problem yep. yeah and i think got arrested a couple of times oh yeah and i think when he gave him a job after because he was working with him yeah, yeah yeah but what i was gonna say is there was one time in court where he was either being sentenced or or there was it was some interaction between Andy Reid's son and the judge mm-hmm. and, the, and Andy Reid was there in the courtroom and the judge pretty much directly addressed Andy Reid and just was like look I know you're a successful football coach but you're a father also there's obviously some lacking in direction anything Damn. direction anything. Like, like yeah yeah wow, that. yeah, yeah but yeah. it's true though again and it goes to that whole other scenario where where I just said to get what you really want in life you have to understand you're gonna lose somewhere so you have to take the right losses, make the right decisions to not, you know, to, to some things you have to do and some things you, you can't do. And you have to be real calculated with those moves, you know, because if you don't do it correctly, you might end up in a situation like Andy Reid did, for instance. Because yeah. Yeah. if you're not around your family enough, your family's just going to run them up. And if you have yeah. family, if you have money in your family, oh, and it's even worse. it makes it even worse. Yeah. Yeah. 
having money is you know that's it. I can. There's nothing I can't do now. I mean, but that that's that takes a certain discipline also, because like that that uh, thirty for thirty ESPN broke, mm-hmm. where you had multiple athletes mm-hmm. being interviewed about how they were paying the rent for multiple family members, and the thing of it is, it's like yo, I think Bart Scott said it the best. He's like, yo, I didn't win the lottery. Yeah, no, I worked for what I, yeah, I, I worked I'm at. hard. Yeah. Why should I pay you? You're a grown ass man. No, hands down. Woman. Hands down. Now, if Bitch, you, you wasn't fam- with me shooting in the yeah, gym. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, now, if you have a family member that, that's disabled or has like, you know, it's different. mental health issues, like, okay, cool, help them out where you can. Yeah. But I'm talking about like able bodied, grown ass men and women. Mm-hmm. Why am I paying your rent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that, that's a whole other level of just shit that athletes deal with. And the reference I was making before, though, like when you're Andy Reid, right? If the son wants to go to, I don't know, some shit with his friends, and it's seven or eight of them, they have the platinum card to swipe that. If they want to go to the, you know, they want to go away for the weekend, they're going to swipe that. If they want to go and do something, they're going to swipe that. Yeah, because it's 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 money av- available to the, the family direct, yeah, right. and that's where people start losing sense of reality. Yeah, and that's where guess what? Now mom realizes I could take cash out. Now I can buy drugs for me and my friends for the party. Yeah, you understand? So that's what I meant by that in a sense where you know the money situation is with those families in particular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it, it's just another you know potential trap. So in, in terms of you know pushing forward. Having the right support system It's is, huge It's is, is huge yeah. It's huge Support there's, there's, system is up there there's a, there's a lot of traps out there You know In terms of You know As you're, as you're trying to Push through in life and, and, and as Ryan like you said In life and in business It kind of It kind of meshes together mm-hmm. Depending on the business it, it does mesh together Because Correct. you You have to have a Somewhat of a harmony Between the two mm-hmm. So That brings us to our Next topic When is the right time to take a chance in life And is there a right time Leek I'm gonna let you Start off this one brother There's really no No right time um, I'll speak from My personal experience And how I How I do things I go off of I don't say emotion Just feelings You know that, that, that Gut instinct You know when you Yeah, yeah. That's not emotion that's, that's, that's intuition Intuition, intuition. Yeah. You know so you, You'll know You'll know But the one The one thing I would say is don't just don't don't jump off the roof and just say oh, you know what I want to start my own business without any planning. There's 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 steps to it. There's a process. So I would definitely tell you one. My biggest advice to anyone is find someone a mentor yeah. or find someone who has done it before. Yeah, definitely. So you know we we know we've had people come to us and ask us hey you know how did you guys do it? Can you give me some guidance? Like find someone. I know I had that person um, personally and. And it was a female. You know what she said? She said, listen, you're probably going to fail the first time. Just letting you know that right now. Yeah. That was the first thing her advice came. I was like, damn, that's not what I came here for. <laughs> but it was but, honest. But it was, it was honest. It's dude. honest and valuable, though. Yeah, it's very, very valuable. valuable. She, she even broke down a percentage. Right? It was like, I think it was like, at that time, this was 10 years ago. I think it was like 62% of all yeah. first-time businesses fail. And I'm just like, damn. So it makes you kind of reassess, like, all right, is this what I really want to do? Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, then that was the first step. Then we spoke again. And again, you know, she started giving more gems. Listen, make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. Definitely make sure you have money saved up before you just jump out the window. That's, that's thing. a mistake. Yeah. You know, I think I personally made in the beginning. You think, you know, oh, I'm good. I got the ideas, everything. If you don't have money saved up, it's just going to put you back. And literally, you're just going to, it's going to be like a, a, a rat race. You're just going to be just trying to chase that again. Yeah. Because you, you, don't don't Peter, you don't have, you're robbing Peter exactly. to pay Paul. Because you don't have the resources. Made. You have the ideas, but you don't have those resources to, to do that. You know what I mean? So, so I guess what you're saying is it basically boils down to, it's calculated Like When the time is right Is, is you'll when know. You'll know But it's also When you prep for it Yeah exactly uh, yes, uh, an- Another some advice Pen and paper Write a lot of ideas down While you Before you even go there we write, write these ideas down So that Again when it's time To put this plan together You have things written out for you Again that doesn't work for everybody But some people like to see things Have things written out for you So you have You can formulate that plan A little bit better I'm constantly you guys know So mm-hmm. for those that don't know <laughs> I'll hit Ryan and Malik up At like at 3 o'clock in the morning sometimes Because <laughs> my brain just be going Like on business ideas like, So sometimes I'll, I'll try to go to sleep My body is still My eyes are closed Brain is going 130 brain is miles fucking an hour me. And if you don't Because I think and, and I've read books on this actually 
your subconscious mind kind of takes over at a certain point. Yep. And that's where the, like the true like instinct and, yeah. and, 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 intuition. And, and intuition that you were talking about really takes over. So I come up with my best ideas at like two, three o'clock in the morning. Inception, bro. And then you, <laughs> and then you, but you got to memorialize them. Yeah, because Because best believe when you wake up, you're going to forget. You're like, going to lose them shit. Just like the dream. You don't remember down to a science when yeah. you had it. It's vivid, vivid as hell. Dude, that happened to me the other the other night, and I was upset because I know I didn't get a lot of sleep that night, but I was in that middle of the sleep, and this idea came up, and I was half awake. I said, please get up and just get a pen and go write it. And it was like 4 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But I was scared that if I did that, I wasn't going to be able to go back to sleep. But again, that's those are the little things you have to do. You know what I mean? Cause so you might side note it. for that, everyone owns a cell phone. Mm-hmm. So that'll be the perfect time to open up the voice note. Mm-hmm. And just say whatever it is you need that. to say. I've been doing that a lot. And that is so much easier because sometimes, sometimes you can lose it when you're trying to figure yeah. out the proper words to yeah. write. And sometimes yeah. you just need to say it, yeah. Yeah, get it out, point. and fix it later. Because yep. I've done that many a times. I would yeah. just, honestly, sometimes I would be so, I would get so concerned with missing the thought. I wouldn't even look for the voice note. I would just open up the camera on the fucking... And record yourself. I just record myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking. Smart like, move. just, yeah, I'm not letting this go. Smart move. Yeah, I mean, we live with technology. Technology yeah. helps us now, so utilize it. Yeah, you know, like, definitely. I started, you know, trying to be... And going back to the whole mentorship thing, which really get mentioned, when I was starting out, uh, on my entrepreneurial, like, uh, I guess, roller coaster journey. ride or journey, yeah. um, you know, I was, like, 18 already out and about. I'm going back to 98. You know, trying to open up a studio, running, you know, these businesses. And there was no one to go to in yeah. the hood. Yeah. Because everyone else during in those ventures were either way out of your reach to talk to. And then the other ones were just... Doing some illegal shit. Straight fucking yeah. hustlers. And yeah. I'm not really going to go to you to ask yeah. because I know where the money's coming get, get from for your venture. Get a brick, son. <laughs> get a brick. That's your startup money. Just flip it real quick. You boom. It's, it's good. good. It's, it's like you're trying you're to stay away bang, from bang. it. It's like, fam, there's a reason why we open up a legit business because we're trying to not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But going to the point, though, about you know the mentorship, it is definitely something. I honestly don't believe, again, like almost any major milestone in life I don't think anything There's a right time for anything It's my personal opinion on that There's no perfect time to Actually get- no You know what the perfect time is? Now Well yes There's no time like the present yeah, Like Because like, I think so many people Get wrapped you up wait into For the like, perfect time And it yeah, never is going to come out that, that doesn't mean Going back to Malik's point about You know Saving up and, and planning And writing stuff That, that doesn't mean you don't do Jump it. out there And like Rent an office space And like just do it Like tomorrow It's the steps starting, the, the, the starting steps, I should say, to execute the plan. Yeah. Like, that starts now. Yeah. Like, oh, I you know, you. I'll, start yeah, write, yeah. I'll start writing stuff down next week. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. No. Just next start. week is going to turn to three weeks, yeah, four yeah, weeks. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're going to give up. You're gonna give if up you're opening it. up a business, you need to take a couple of notes from this right here, right now. First off, you definitely need to make sure that your paperwork is 100% correct before you do anything. And that's something that Conway has mentioned. Martin Dale Associates, 295 <laughs> Madison Avenue, 12th floor, New York, New York, 10017. You can holler at us at 212-405-2233 for all of your business needs. The consultant fees is heavy. Like Fat Joe said, the price, the price. went up. <laughs> Yesterday's price is not, not today's, today's price. <laughs> so, yeah, you need that paperwork right. But because there's nothing that you can do to get normalize like you need a bank account you need but to do all that stuff you got to have your your company established so you got to get your paperwork right yeah on top of that malik made a very good point with like studying the logistics of the business that you're getting involved in you know like conway just mentioned perfectly too if i'm gonna open up a, a shop per se for any a brick and mortar store there's no reason to order the cable on today if i'm not opening up for 60 days from now because what you did is just add a bill to yourself a bill unless you have saved correctly Save, yeah. you know what i mean you might be able to say well fuck it i got enough bread which is a dumb idea to do because there's never such thing as enough money mm-hmm. when you're opening up or dealing with any business there's never it's enough always gonna money. be surprises things are gonna come up you're never ready for yes it. yes and again you have to be prepared to uh adjust on the fly yeah definitely you know which was what we were saying in the first segment we were talking about with uh, adjusting the business and stuff like that but you need your business right you need your logistics right after that everything else is just Duct tape, bubble gum, and prayer. <laughs> any, any way you pray after that. 
You know, you take your education with you and your, your expertise. You have your mentors. Yeah. You surround yourself with the right circle because that's everything. Yeah. And definitely. then if you utilize some of the stuff that we mentioned in part one with having the right support system, having the right spot, whatever that yeah. is, you put all things together. After that, it's like I said, duct tape, paper mache, bubble gum, and prayer. So, but, the, but that's the thing. So if you were to draw a line between starting point and success, a lot of people think it's a straight line. Oh yeah, that's so it not goes like up, that. Down, forward, through backwards. the alligator pit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Off the cliff. Like there's so many twists and turns. It's a Bugs Bunny or, or, or Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, but sense. but but it's part of the journey. Like it don't is. don't. So from the outside looking in, I know a lot of people's journey seems like they started overnight success boom they're in there and there's never such thing as an overnight success what you didn't see was the behind the scenes matter of fact Muhammad Ali had a quote about something about shit I'm gonna fuck it up something about what you see in the light when the when the, when the, when the lights are the brightest or something like that there was multiple hours in the dark preparing that for you that. didn't you see did, you correct didn't yes see. yes That's hands fast. down fast. like and I saw one with Kobe man they said uh, one too where it's like um if you're not best friends with the janitor, mm. then you ain't doing the job you're supposed to be doing. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Facts. that's real. I never heard that one before. Thousand shots a day. That's yeah. You only way you know the janitor is if you helping open or you helping close. close. Yeah. Which means you're there for real. Yeah. So again, I mean, yo, I love that one. Yo, yes, man. Yo, I gotta say this real quick. I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan <laughs> I mean, growing up. Neither was I. I, he just me neither because not he, to speak, he's a carbon copy. You're not yeah, not to speak ill of the dead or whatever. But I'm just, I'm just it's being. Just, it's just life. Bro. Yeah, I'm just I'm just being. Somebody honest gonna talk about us one day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like it was just he he just rubbed me in the wrong way, mm -hmm. right? But I have to say, later in life, this is before he passed. This is not like yeah, me no, changing no, up no, after he passed. Yeah, but later in life, when he wasn't as arrogant, humbled himself a little bit, you know, and. Was a little bit more um, approachable. Yeah, you know, you could. You, and he's just last year's in basketball too, because yeah. he was more approachable. Because you you saw it with his 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 colleagues and and and, and, and fellow NBA players. Yeah, yeah. They started they started respect talking to him a little bit exactly. more. Bringing it was his more name playfulness up. too, yeah, more, yeah. even on the, on that, the court. Did you see the documentary when he was coming back from the Achilles? Um, no, I gotta watch that's that. That's what no. that's what did it for me. I thought you. I thought that's what. Yeah, you know, no, no. That was, did it for me. It, it was just you saw the humbleness, but oh, yeah, there was saw, a segment on like Showtime or something. Yeah, it was on Showtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. saw the humbleness, but you also you also saw how hard he works. Yeah. So he was doing that for the Achilles. Imagine what he was doing just to get to to that point where he was at. Like. Definitely so, respecting him, man. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So he, he just, he was a different dude, man. He was like, no, he, he deserves just, to it's be not in too many, It's not too many. No, just, just what you had said right there about the like knowing the janitor, as as cocky or whatever, how he came across or whatever, a little spoiled, bradish sometimes or whatever. What you could not take away from him was he didn't walk in like I'm more athletically gifted than everybody, so I'm pompous and arrogant. That dude worked. Oh, he did. So you're not outworking me. Exactly. That was the mentality right there. The whole way through. Me. You're not gonna outwork yeah. me. You might be bigger than me. You might mm -hmm. be faster than me. Your jump shot might be a little bit better than mine. But you're not outworking nah, me. I'm gonna. I'm here for the whole game. Exactly. And so, overtime. Exactly. So, like going back to the to the original, you know, uh, topic in terms of when is the right uh, time to take a chance. There's never a right time, but there's also understand what the chance is. You're betting on yourself. That's what it really boils mm -hmm. down to. Yeah, no, it is. Mm -hmm. And know yourself. Be honest with yourself. Because certain things, entrepreneurship being one of them, is not for everybody. Yeah, it's not. That's another, so, that's another thing. Yeah. It's, and, that, it, and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's perfectly fine. Because guess what? Not everybody's a beauty queen. <laughs> and it's okay. I'm serious. Come Everybody's on, guys. blessed. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Because here's the thing. Entrepreneurs... We have to hire somebody. And if everybody's an entrepreneur, then you can't. And there's can't, nobody to hire. Yeah, there's nobody to hire. So, like, it's okay. Like, everybody has their role to play. Yeah, no. No, it's true. And listen. But you can be a superstar and not be an entrepreneur. Like, if you're a CEO of a company, a lot of people think, like, oh, man, you're a CEO. You're a boss. Guess what? He can be, he or she can be removed from that position because they work. If you're a publicly traded company, mm -hmm. you work a essentially board. for the shareholders. Yeah, the board will be able yeah. to get rid yeah. of them. You're yeah, a board member working on a publicly traded company where the shareholders can be like, nah, this person ain't working out. Yeah. You're out of here. No, it's true. But the truth of the matter is, too, touching on a, a comment you just made, 
most of the people who are successful are entrepreneurs. Most people have started from bottom positions yeah. and done multiple different uh, jobs or titles before they got to where they were going. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk to many of people that were either janitors or freaking, you know, you work for a utility or you, you know, you worked in, you know, shit, any, any field. Look at some of these, uh, these, these uh, gentlemen who were in prison for years and then got out and started their own trucking companies. I just read something. This dude was in jail for 22 years, studied up on it while he was in jail, got out. Now he has a multi-million dollar trucking business. And not even that, too. You That's know, beautiful. We know That's a couple true. of gentlemen, personally. Yeah, yeah. And here. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. actually have, you know, they've done their time. Yeah. They've come out and they have. Successful. They business. are. Not have. They are. Or as they articulately put the other day, they were on vacation for a little while. <laughs> yeah, that's came out and did they think. Yeah. yeah, no, it's true. But that, we know a couple, like a couple, you know, they have yeah. done that, you know, and yeah. you see it. You see it. You're not reading it. It's and, and, tangible. And, 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 and us three, we all know who, who I'm talking about or whatever. Shout out to him, man. Like, I, I really fucks with him. And, mm-hmm. and he knows who he is, so we don't have to even say his name or whatever. But you talk about a dude that has, like, discipline and is a stand-up dude and went through his shit back in the day or whatever and took his little vacation came back and got the business like and he's about his business i fucks with him he's about his business yeah he is he's not a bullshitter he's not a he's gonna tell you how it is sometimes you might not like to hear it yeah you know what I mean? Because you know how he is. Yeah, and but and he doesn't take shortcuts either. <laughs> nah, he doesn't. Another, he don't try to take shortcuts. I fucks with him. I fucks with him. But yeah, no, just to that point though, you're right. There's guys who come out of the darkest positions and they come out and they they are they grow to be successful. Again, people start off in every 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 level of of, of some type of. My main thing is this: people's clocks also time out differently. Yeah. So just because you're a cashier today or you're uh, you work at the supermarket as a bagger or you work in the back doing uh, unloading um packages yeah. it's a part of your journey. Your clock hasn't peaked yet. You can't it's always either look at somebody else though who's peaking and then sit there and say, Well, how come it's not? I was me? just about yeah. to say that. Yo do back. not and this is like Straight up, do not compare your journey to another person. You can't. Journey. And we, you can't. we had an episode about that, about how yeah. social media freaking don't, yeah. don't, 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 well, let, don't helps, get caught yeah, up. Don't, in, you can't. Don't get caught up in that, be happy for that person in the moment. Yeah. And if you're true to that person, they might be able to share some knowledge with you to help you on your journey. Even before that, because that episode leak that you're talking about was yeah. called Smoke and Mirrors. Yes. Where you think they are, they might not even be <laughs> yeah. there. No, because it's, it's bullshit. Instagram is 110% bullshit. Yeah. Like because the real people are not posting, and and the people it's that, a fact, though. Like, that that are posting or whatever. It's like look, man. Like I respect the hustle, but it is un- a hustle. Understand Instagram for what it is. Understand social media for what it is. Like nobody posts when they fail, so by definition, you know what I'm saying. It's going to not be yeah. reality because yeah. nobody wins all the time. Yeah. You don't see failures being posted all over the place. You don't see the dude in the, on the unemployment line posting on Instagram like, yo, shit didn't work out. Shit yo. got real, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bills is due. Con Ed knocking on the door talking about they're about to turn the power off. I had to come up on this unemployment line. You know, it's like that doesn't get posted. No, it doesn't. So, you know, going back to once again, the, 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 the topic of conversation, taking a chance or whatever. Don't let other people's journey thinking like, oh man, they way ahead. I can't be like this person and that person. That per- you don't know what the hell that person mm-hmm. has been through to get where they're at, and you don't even know if they're really at where they're saying they're at. Yeah. Oh, it's a fact, man. And on that so, note, it's yeah. a perfect time actually to continue the trend. And yeah, notable mention. Yep. Let's get to get to it. So. No, I'm sorry, not notable mention. No, we're doing the billionaire block, block gem right of the now. week. Yes, I'm That's so sorry. Right. Yeah, billionaire yeah, yeah. block. Time. Yeah, gem of the week. Yes, because my it bad. fits right into yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. everything that we're dealing with. So yeah. Let's get down to it. This is the SNA Live podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way, and this is Billionaire Blocks. Give us your take on books, business tips, financial, music, whatever you like. Billionaire Blocks inside the SNA Live podcast. <laughs> This particular uh, episode, Billionaire Block Gem of the Week, we're going with Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. I see you brought the authentic one. Yeah, I've, I've never I've seen, seen that one. This <laughs> is, no, I, I, Mine was this, blue, I think. No, no, this is like... This is the old original wow. book. So I've had this book... Probably a reprint from easily like 90s or like 2000s? 20 years. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So I'm an avid book reader mm-hmm. in terms of business books, in terms of psychology, in terms of 
um, psychology of, of achieving and being successful. I got one for you. Hot. Holla at me after the episode, definitely. Yeah. So this particular book, I think, was the first book I... No, actually, no. Let me take a step back. Rich Dad, Poor Dad was the first book yeah, I Yeah, that was read. mine too, Robert, bro. Robert Kiyosaki. That was mine as well, man. He's a hustler on another he level. He is, he is. And you could read, you could feel it when you read the yeah, book and you yeah. know. He's, he's, he's on some bullshit to a certain extent, but some, some of the stuff he says is on point. But anyway, Napoleon Hill. So for those that don't know, this book was written originally in 1937. This is not the 1937 edition. So it's just to be clear, it looks mad old, but it's not the 1937 Yeah, the only reason edition. why I says because Malika mentioned they make a larger yeah, print yeah, version larger, that's bigger, yeah. and that's like an older print. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is, I think, from like the 90s or whatever. So, and speaking of like not being successful your first time around, I thought this was his first book. This was his second book. Yeah, there's another one out. The yes. first book was The Laws of Success. Yes. Gotcha. That didn't start getting popular until this that book one came out. Off. Then the other, the other yeah. one. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. Just like how people's albums. I gave you a prophecy yeah. on the first joint. Y'all yeah. lamed out. You didn't appreciate it until the, <laughs> the second, second one came out. out. <laughs> That's exactly what that is, man. So this particular book, just to kind of give a, a background on Napoleon Hill. So he was a gentleman that was kind of um, really really into successful people and, and like what the psychology was behind that you know he he was almost obsessed with it and what he did was he got in close with and i i don't remember the story of how he got to know him but andrew carnegie so especially during that time i yeah. wonder how the hell he pulled yeah because carnegie was a billionaire yeah. yeah at that point and this is billionaire like back in the early like 20th 20, century yeah, yeah, yeah so that's something um, so he, he kind of, you know, was able to interview him, got a lot of pointers, spoke to some other, you know, people, people and like, and, and, and realized there were a lot of consistent traits. Um, so he, he wrote this book giving you almost like, this is, this, you know what this is? This is almost like Jay-Z's the blueprint. 444 or the oh, blueprint, mm -hmm. either one, either one. So yeah, two different time periods. Correct. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Yep. But. I think maybe the 444. I think yeah, you're right with that exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. I think you're right with that one. So, if you are a person that is, um, has aspirations, you know, huge aspirations or whatever, because not everybody dreams big, but if you do, I'm not saying this is the end all be all. Anybody that thinks you're going to read this book or read any book and just think I'm going to be a millionaire like in a couple of years because I read a book, it's not, it doesn't work. Yeah, that and then way. you're mad that you paid $29.99 yeah. for it and it didn't work for you. Yeah. It's it, to help you. They're not going to give you all the answers. Yeah. You got to take because, what you get because, from Because there. nobody knows all the answers. Correct. There's no book that has all the answers. It's just a, a guide. Yeah, to no. Get you on yeah. your way. And but, to actually open up the corridors of your brain to help you think a little bit yeah, too. Yeah. To help, you, to help you figure it out. So, um, Billionaire Block Gem of the Week. Napoleon Hill's book Think and Grow Rich definitely check it out um, it was a big help for me and it got me into because it references other books and then when you start reading other books that are not even referenced by this they will reference this book yeah I've, I've read this a is, couple this is more, yeah you know, you know what I'm saying yep. like there's, there's so many books on success and, and achievement and psychology and everything and in terms of business a lot of them will, will go back to this. This is kind of like the building block of of the self-help, being successful in business, you know, type of book or whatever. So definitely check it out if you haven't. Um, I've read it probably three times. Um, yeah, and I'm actually reading, rereading, I should say. So there's a, there's this one, second one, and then there's the Think and Grow Rich, a Black Choice. Yes. By Dennis Kimbrough. Oh, I didn't even know that they made. Yeah, yeah. He interviewed Napoleon Hill. Yeah, nice. Yeah, real cool book. Real cool book. Definitely check it out. So that brings us to our, our third and final topic. This is what you rocking with inside the SNA Live podcast. Giving our personal perspective, and we, we kind of did that within the first. Yeah, year. I think we did. You know, yeah. I think you could just touch lightly on it. You know, if there's a point that you left out, maybe yeah, you want to elaborate there's, on. Yeah, there's, there's there's one. There's one. I have one too. You know what, Lee? I'm gonna let you go first. Go ahead, brother. Um, just real quick, how I talked about um, the saving, making sure you save up before you actually make that leap, taking that to the next step, and when you start making money, when you start that business, live within your means. Um, I read something somebody put on social media. It's actually a friend of mine. 
and it hit home with it hit home with me. I'm just like, you know what? You got to remember that because now when you start seeing that money coming in, don't think, oh, I made it. This is it. This is a wrap. Let me, let me buy the Benz. Let me get some Gucci sneak. You know, no, that's not it. Still live within your means because, like we just talked about, the the the, the hills and valleys and you know up and down. You're gonna when you're down there and you just spent that money on a freaking eight hundred dollar lease on your car. And now you need you could have used that extra money to to invest into your business. Now you asked out right now, so that's definitely I would just just to kind of pig, piggyback on that um, point I was talking about as far as having the right savings. When you do get the business, whether you know when you start seeing that success, when that money starts coming in, that doesn't mean anything, bro. Save that money and live within your means. Okay, right. Um, and very good, very very solid point. You know, it's it's one that does get overlooked a lot, Malik. It, it, it happens. It happens. You get excited. You feel like all that hard work you put in. You know what? I deserve this. I deserve to pop me. In yeah, yeah. I, I deserve a break <laughs> I, or I deserve a vacation or I deserve this thing. And I'm done. you don't deserve shit. You know, because yeah. the job's yet. not done not yet. Done. You're, you're still working. Yet. Yeah. So for me, I'll keep it simple. Plan to execute and execute your plan. If you go out and you prep yourself again it's the old coach in me it's about prepping your guys every week teams that are successful are only a reflection of the preparation that they put in you know uh, proper preparation prevents poor performance it's the five P's and if you really take that and put that into an action plan for yourself including the saving including taking care of your paperwork and making sure that your business is established and then you set a real plan on how you're going to attack it don't double think there's going to be times and places where the, the the plan it's not working to where you had expected it and then that's when you have to learn how to deviate a little bit doesn't mean that you stop you just deviate to help you know relieve the pressure you're at in that moment but stick to the plan that you have and just make sure that you execute it once you do that at this at the end point you're going to find one or two things one you've done everything in your possible right mind to be able to get to where you want to go sometimes it doesn't work but at least you're more content because you did it your way and you did it the way that you know you prepared for it and then the other thing is that if you do execute it to a t and you scripted it exactly and again uh, including the deviations you'll find out you you have everyone has a little bit of inner genius in yourself as long as you're disciplined about it facts you know what's so point. crazy like that tail end of what you just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, that's what I just said. That tail end, you find when, a little genius. Was, I, that's what I got out of it. No, no, I was going to say the tail end of what he just said was exactly like a perfect segue to what I was about to say. Mm. So, one of the things this book, Thinking Grow Rich, talks about is what's called the infinite intelligence. So, you might think, oh, it's a business book. It's not going to get all spiritual. And oh, that's a mistake. But it actually does. So, Religious beliefs aside, whatever you believe in, if you're Muslim, if you're Hindu, if you're Christian, if you're whatever, there's, all, there's a connection that we all have. Napoleon Hill talks about the connection we all have is actually a connection to a higher being. Yes. Whatever that, if you want to Whatever the God, being is. Yeah, whatever, the, however you want you to You don't got to keep, fuck, there's no more cancer code. Yeah. It's true. You already made a very, it's the so, other, whatever you want to mean. Exactly. So his point is, is that we all have that within us, and sometimes we don't listen to it, and that's how that we get voice, our, exactly. that inner some, voice is there for we, a reason. We get ourselves in trouble not listening to it. So the point I was going to make, in terms of we want to talk about tools to to help you through adversity, believing in self and listening to that inner voice, and trusting that that inner voice because it's coming from somewhere. So where. It's easy sometimes, or easier, I guess it's just to say, sometimes to ignore it because the easier path would be to ignore it. That harder path is going to lead to more prosperous things. Totally agree. So you have to really trust in yourself and don't look towards the other person necessarily like, oh, well, they're doing this, that, and the other. Yeah, they're doing that, this, that, and the other because that's their journey. Trust in yourself, believe in yourself, and listen to that little voice inside you because that's the the voice that's linked to that quote unquote infinite intelligence yeah. that napoleon hill talks about nice nice yeah yeah and i listen i hope before you know we wrap this up and move to our next segment i just hope whoever is listening to this whether you listen to it right away when it comes out or five years from now i promise you this stuff will still apply 
Mm-hmm. Because what we're saying right now is truth that's timeless. It's not something it that's timeless. It's, it's not just something that's stuck right here and right now. So it could be 2021. It could be 2051. It could be 1831. It would still apply because you know what? Human nature is human nature. Correct. Correct. We man. can come up with as many gadgets and technology, uh, technological advances as we want. People are people. No, you're right. You know what I mean? So Hands it's, down. It's, it's going to apply. Hands down. And that brings us to our segment we call What You Rocking With. So, Leek, I'm going to let you set it off, brother. What you rocking with this week? So what I'm rocking with. So, obviously, we are in this COVID pandemic. And never forget when I, during the pandemic, this is maybe, some, maybe May of last year, we were still working, as you know. We was finding other ways to bring in some income. And yeah. we saw something I used to have to drive into the Midtown Oh, just driving to the city, period. And I was driving through Harlem specifically. And, like, I got a little emotional because I was just seeing all these fucking businesses that were just... They used to thrive when you were there. And they're like, oh, that used to be my spot. Oh, they fucking closed. Like, the juice bar. They closed. I'm like, yo. And it was just... It was... It was... It was a moment where I was just like, damn, man. Like, just when us as people, we, we, were, we were moving and things were getting better. Yeah. And then this shit happened. And look who the first businesses that'll freaking yeah, fail, it, bro. it usually hits. So what I'm rocking with this segment is all the black-owned businesses that have made it throughout this pandemic. Mm. And that are still here and that are still open. Yeah, definitely round of applause. Definitely. Shout out to y'all persevered you kept moving you probably these things that we've been talking about throughout the segment you probably had all of these these uh tools and you know in, in your in your back pocket and you were ready for this no nope. well no one was ready for it but you were you were prepared you were properly prepared and you found ways to get to get out get of this it. jam yeah and so props out to you, all the black businesses out. definitely keep definitely. it keep it pushing it ain't over salute yeah salute, yeah, yeah, salute. big time man right what you rocking rockin with it oh shit well since you both put pressure on me <laughs> no, um, Watch your turn. <laughs> what I'm rocking with, honestly, it just ties right into uh, the topics at hand, what we've been speaking about. And but more in line, it goes to a real small percentage of people. And what I'm rocking with are those that do not go quiet into the night. Mm-hmm. Basically, what I mean by that is for the individuals, primarily just to something you just said too, Lee, because I can promise you all the businesses that survive through this. They did not go quietly into the night. They did not give up. Yeah. They put up a fight. Yeah. You know, and they found the ways to make things work. Yeah. And I don't think that people take that in. Sometimes like you you see it and it's like, oh great, you're there, you're still here. But like you don't really take a step back and go, God, like what did you really do to, to stay do. to yeah. you know, especially during these times. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, for me it's similar to what you're saying, but I I just made mine because those of you just like when someone makes a post on Instagram or social media, you're like, oh, I think he's talking about me or whatever. You know, you have that, 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 that feel for you. I'm making that comment now without calling out specific names to people. If this resonates to you, then you are one of those who did not go quiet into the night. You know, because you know what it was to sacrifice and stay up. And you are the janitor and you are the fucking server and you are the everything. And you are the all around be around for your business. Yeah. And you maintained it. You've grown it. And I'm hopeful some of you guys have gone to the next levels in your careers. But I'm really rocking with those people who have just not gone quiet into the night, man. Wow. Cool. Salutes to you. Yeah, man. So, Conway, what are you rocking with? So, I feel kind of shallow now because y'all just was like shouting out other people or whatever. And what I'm rocking with is the t-shirt that I am rocking right now. <laughs> Shout out to us. This is the original Smoke and Ashes t-shirt. That was day one. This is so this is when people were like, yo, can I get one? Yeah. Can I get one? Can I get one? Yeah, yeah, we were like, yo, we on to something. But look how we've grown. From yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, look at where Ryan Lee yeah, is, is, yeah. is and look what Yeah. We've grown. <laughs> we've grown up. It's literally been, grown. Yeah, yeah exactly, literally. Exactly, literally, we've grown up. Exactly. Like so we came out with this like in I want to say like June of last year. No, it was earlier. Yeah, bro. Spring. Yeah, we got before, that. Before not we got shut too, down, right? We yeah, we had that pretty much not too far after we had our our, our Cubayeras. Wow. Okay. Because we put the orders in similar time, they were done in the same place. Wow. Yeah, that is right. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. I remember the print shop. They couldn't really. The reason why the yeah. shirt is a throwback is because 
they didn't have the capability to, the replicate, to replicate the, the logo. So they, yeah, if you take a real good look on his shirt, it's <laughs> like, literally hey, just the bottom. Like, hey, yeah. Take this. It's just, and we needed it. We <laughs> were opening. Like, Fuck we just, it. We just yeah. needed. We needed gear for like just us having. But the thing of it is, it's a one of three. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. There is no more. It's like, I got one. I have one. Yeah, Malik Malik. has one. Yep. GM has one. And that's it. Yeah. Nobody else. Because <laughs> the next round of T-shirts we did were the ones that we were selling that you're gonna see people walking around with. So yeah, this is what I'm rocking. Yeah, with. I the, fucks the, with the original smoking ash t-shirt. Yeah, I fucks with it. Man. <laughs> that and that great. brings us to the conclusion of this episode. We appreciate you joining us on this journey. As usual, you can find us on. Uh, let's see. You can find us. Yeah, platforms. exactly, exactly. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on wherever you find YouTube. your pod. Uh, yeah, YouTube. And coming up soon, OIM will have. A new app coming out. Yes, yes. We will keep you posted when you can start utilizing the app. Yes, sir. Shout out one institution media. And in the words of Shirley Chisholm, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. We out. Peace. You have just listened to the SNA Live experience. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode. Go!